Your presence has been detected and recorded. Thank you. Well, hello there, everyone, and welcome back to My Random World. I am your host, Chris, and joining me, as always, is the brain to my pinky, Crystal. What's funny is when I was growing up, I was pinky. My <laughs> other friend was brain. Narf. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to take over the world. <laughs> welcome back to our number six episode Today, we are going to play a game. Yay! We're going to get back into some deep memories here. Uh, we're going to play Name That Cartoon. So, what we're going to do is we're going to talk to each other about our favorite cartoons from when we were kids. Well, some of them. Yeah. Not all of them. Not We'd all be of here them. forever. Yeah. <laughs> but we're going to play a little clip of the intro and see if the other one can guess which ones we've chosen. And we've gone up to kind of like before our pre-teens, so about like 10 or 11, so any time before that. I think I went all the way up to about 12-ish. Yeah. Well, one of my choices I had to get rid of because it was when I was in high school, so whoops. I'm okay with that. I couldn't have <laughs> talked about it anyway. Ah, well, well, you give me enough grief over that anyway. No, I, okay, I don't. <laughs> you bust my chops, you know it. No! <laughs> Just for fun. Uh... Yeah, so we're going to uh, start with Crystal. She's going to go ahead and I'm going to guess a number. And then whatever corresponds to her, she's going to play me a little clip and then vice versa here. So play along and see if you can guess which ones we have. All right. Yes. All right. So Crystal, I'm going to start. How about right in the middle with number five? Number five. What do I have for number five? Oh, number Lord. five on the top charts. Let's see if you even <laughs> watch this one. Is that Danger Mouse? It is. Yes. I I watched that. I surprised my husband that when I when I knew that because it's a British cartoon. It is. But so I think so is Count Duckula, because the guy who did um, Danger Mouse's voice also did Count mm -hmm. Duckula. And Count Duckula was in Danger Mouse sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, Danger Mouse was something I watched uh, when I was younger. I've, I've never seen all the the seasons. I think most of these cartoons I watched most of, but then the ones that kind of went beyond my 12th and 13th year, they started, like, falling to the wayside as I started doing yeah. other stuff. Um, but, yeah, um, Danger Mouse was, uh, this is the earlier version of Danger Mouse. Apparently, there's a new one that the art looks pretty similar. It's not I, crazy looking. I think I may have seen it in passing, but I haven't watched any of it no, yet. No, I didn't even know until we were looking, because I wanted to watch some episodes of, uh, uh, of some of these cartoons to kind of remind myself and then also to show um, Jody. Um, so I'm talking about the first iteration that was from, um, it started in September of 1981 and went all the way to March of 1992. So this thing was on <laughs> for like 11 years. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Danger Mouse, as they say, he is so secret, his code name has a code name. <laughs> um so uh just a few things uh the guy who voiced uh danger himself was david i think it's jason um 
He also does Nero and the narrator. Um, you might remember, might have heard him. Um, he was Mr. Toad in The Wind and the Willows. Oh, that was him? That was oh, him. That's, oh, yes. I love And Toad. like I said before, he did Count Docula. Um, Penfold is Terry Scott. Uh, he is Danger Mouse's uh, right-hand man, little, um, he's like a little mole. Kind of, um, yeah. And um, I didn't know anything he was from. He's a purely British person. Um, they, the, his biggest thing was the carry on films. Matthew might know what those are. Probably. Um, Colonel K, which was kind of like his little contact, like his chief, if you were talking about get smart, nah. uh, was Edward, um, Kelsey. Basil. Um, <laughs> so, right. So, and he's actually been in some Doctor Who. He did voices Ooh. in Wind in the Willows and the Reluctant Dragon. Oh, okay. So we do know his voice. Um, Baron Silas, uh, what is it, Greensback is the, uh was the uh villain the villain and he was it's yeah. really okay so it's really funny because we're watching these and these i don't know which one came first but they're almost like the british version of inspector gadget or inspector gadget is the american version of danger mouse yeah. kind of just Something a little like bit more that, bumbling yeah. mm -hmm. um because danger mouse is not bumbling um and danger mouse of course is uh is it's it's like sherlock holmes meets james bond and he's a mouse, yeah. basically is what it is. You know, Penfold is uh, is uh, Doctor Watson and all, mm -hmm. and um, but the Baron is is basically Doctor Claw or Doctor Claw is Baron. He's in a chair. He's instead of a cat or anything. He's got like this weird uh, fuzzy caterpillar worm thing. <laughs> oh that, God, I remember that. Do you remember him? And <laughs> That's so weird. And so here's the funny thing. So when he talks. Jody and I agree. We think Ray Fiennes was channeling him when he made the voice for Voldemort because Could he be. only speaks in a harsh whisper that sounds <laughs> like his his vocal cords are cut. You know what I'm saying? That's and I'm funny. like, so we're listening to this, and I'm like, oh my god, that's Voldemort. And of course, Harry Potter came <laughs> many years later, so we're pretty sure that we're. I mean, we don't know for certain, but it it definitely mimicked it, you know, and um. And then uh, Stiletto, I don't remember, I don't know if Stiletto was the little creature. He was the other big one. He was Brian Theremin. So um, we watched, I think, like one or two, we watched like an hour of episodes. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, I tell you, it holds up. You know, yeah. like sometimes you watch stuff and you're like, how the hell did I watch this when <laughs> I was six? You know, like, it just doesn't, but no, like, we're watching these, and actually, I'd like to report that most of what I put down on here, I would watch right now. Like, we, yeah, we actually watched here. hours of, because they were, they were written well, they're witty, they've got great, I, I think the other thing is most of the stuff that I have on here, and probably you too, mm -hmm. has a lot of pop culture references, yeah. which we both love a well, lot. Well, well, um, <laughs> so, with mine, I don't know how, I think you're probably going to get the majority, if not all of them. I do have a little tricks of it that may throw you off, but I, as the, everybody knows, I am there's I only, love pop culture. So yeah. when I was little, the popular things and that were the ones that I was drawn to. Yeah, and it's more of the nostalgic. I don't even you know, know if most of these were popular, but they're popular with well, us. It was back in the day. So. But Danger Mouse, I only have two that I wasn't sure if you would get, and Danger Mouse was one of them. So you're yeah. probably going to get all of them. <laughs> um, but yeah, like uh, if you guys want to go watch a few episodes, see what it's all about, um, YouTube it. It's all it's on CBS All Access as well. 
The old one or the mm-hmm, new one? The old one. Oh, shit. I'm going to go find that. Yeah. Because um, that's I where was... I first saw it. I was like, oh. They also have Where Where in the Where on Earth is Carmen Sandiego, the cartoon. <laughs> well, I never watched that. I only ever watched the game show for that. I oh, love that love. game show, man. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it, it does, it really holds up. There's, uh, it's nice and action packed without, with being family friendly. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, they are, um, he's kind of annoying. Like, (laughs) like he's very pushy. Like the one episode we found Greenback was, um, had, had captured Penfold and was holding him captive and making danger mouse go get these items for him so he could make some sort of magical brew i don't know why magic was involved it just was and count ducula happened to be in that episode and i mean he was kind of mean to count ducula but um but yeah like it's totally fun if you've got kids that enjoy like spy stuff and action stuff and um you know they don't dumb it down but it's a lot of fun it is all right all right, so pick a number. One, let's see. Oh, pick the, your place. I need to also make sure because okay, for when you go again. All right, so one through ten. Let's go with eight. Number eight. I'll write that down. Oh God, you're. This one's just gonna. You're gonna get this. Okay. <laughs> I have no doubt in my mind. All right, here we go. I specifically did not put this one on mine because I knew you wanted to put it on yours. For a second, I was like, "Fresh Prince of Bel-Air." <laughs> so, and your guess, of course, would be Darkwing Duck. Yes, <laughs> I I could not make a list of favorite cartoons without putting this one on there. No, no. I, I this was when I lived in Pennsylvania when this came on because it was on from uh, ninety one to ninety three, uh, and it had three different seasons. But it was Which they need to release that last season mm-hmm. seriously. Um, but it was one of my favorites. I used to, I had the the McDonald's toys, I had mm-hmm. the Darkwing Duck toys, and I used to uh, while it was cold outside, I'd be in my room playing. <laughs> It was. It's just so much fun. If you've if you've been living under a rock and you don't know what that is, but <laughs> nowadays a lot of people uh, don't. A lot of kids, Nicole wouldn't but, know a lot uh, of these. Um, but it was about uh, Drake Mallard, who had this uh, secret identity as Darkwing Duck. He was a crime fighter uh, in the city of Saint Canard. Right. Um, this was actually a spinoff of Ducktales. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So you would see quite a few DuckTales people come over every Which, now and then. Um, in the first episode, Launchpad McQuack from DuckTales yes. actually crashes in and the, he actually becomes his sidekick. sidekick. Um, but it was because so much... Because doesn't... doesn't uh, what's his face? The one that's on uh, the, the robotic... Gizmo Duck? Yeah. yeah. Doesn't he? Yeah, mm-hmm. he comes over for an episode, doesn't yes, he? Yes, he does. Okay. Um, every I, I don't think the um, Scrooge and the nephews came over, but like some of the side them. characters yeah. did. Um, but he's he's very bungling. Mm-hmm. He 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 comes in a puff of smoke with his eye and the terror that flaps in the night. <laughs> the best thing is that he is Batman with Robin's jokes. I yeah. mean, come I mean, on, yeah. And he lives next door to the most annoying neighbors ever, the Muddlefoots. 
I'm and Pete on Goof Troop. Yeah. And his he adopts a daughter because um, she got uh, caught up in one of the schemes. Gosselin's and his favorite. her name was Goslin. So she moves in with him, and she knows he's Darkwing and that, and becomes friends she was with. An idol uh, of mine growing up, <laughs> I wanted to be like her. She makes friends with the neighbor kid Honker. Yes. Oh God, that's right. <laughs> it was Herb Petunia Tank and uh, Honker. Honker. <laughs> what a name! I know. <laughs> And then um, later on, he gets involved with uh, an FBI-type agency called Shush, which they never gave what the acronym stood for. Because they were going, like, get smart. Yeah. And then they fought FOWL, the fiendish Mm -hmm. organization for worldwide larceny. (laughs) All the duck jokes. And it's just so much fun between the corny one-liners and... It, it's voiced by one of my favorite character artists, Jim Cummings, who mm-hmm. does Winnie the Pooh, um, uh, Hondo Anaka from Star Wars, all sorts of famous He's Disney big, characters. He's yeah. a Disney legend. He, yeah. I'm like, I would love to just meet him and be like, please do Darkwing Duck. <laughs> the best thing about Darkwing Duck is it's one of those beautiful things where you have, and Disney was just very good at this, you have... Enough to keep the kids interested in loving it. And then as you grow up, you realize all the adult jokes that were in there that are not inappropriate. They're mm-hmm. just over the heads of the kids. And yeah. so, like, you watch it, like, we watch it now, and we're like, oh, crap, they're making fun of Twin Peaks. Like, just, yeah. it, it's like the gift that keeps on giving as you get older, you know? Yeah. And just some of the characters, the villains... Had some Negaduck. of the weirdest names. They had Negaduck, which was his complete opposite from a parallel universe. That's right. Uh, there was um, Megavolt, yep. who was an electricity type villain. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it Bushroot? Bushroot. Bush yeah. I think he's one of the first ones they introduced. It's just. Steelbeak was another one oh, that was God. like the James Bond villain of them. They had one, I don't remember her name. But she was uh, she was a maid, and all of her weapons and that were cleaning supplies. Oh, I remember that one. Yes, <laughs> yes. Do you remember her, his little girlfriend, little Elvira type chick? Morgana. Morgana. Yes. yes, I loved when she popped in. Yes, it was. It's just such a good show. I I watch it on Disney Plus. And yeah, it's you know part of the Disney Afternoon back in the day. The show that they had at at Magic Kingdom when they had Mickey's Birthday Land, yeah, and Mickey Starland, and he would come out. They need to bring him out for a meet and greet again. I would love to. That. I know <laughs> they only ever. I mean, it's only when they need like B sided characters or when someone's new in training. Yeah, but um, but and on a side note, you know, um, with Jim Cummings. There's an app called Cameo where you can actually go pay some money and a uh, celebrity will send you a video message, you know, dedicated to you, to a friend, wish you happy birthday, things like that. He is on there. And I'm like, I think he's $150. I'm like, oh, if I had the money. <laughs> that is way too rich for my blood for hello. But, like, but just no. sticking with the Disney thing, I actually got to meet Bill Farmer, the voice of Goofy, mm-hmm. at the when I worked at the Contemporary long time ago yes and he was such a nice guy um and um he was there with his wife and 
oh my gosh, he talked to me and talked in the goofy voice, and I was so happy. The child inside of me was just like, oh my god. He goes to <laughs> Dragon Con all the time, and we just never. It's one of those things where you're like, eh, because there's so many other things going on, and you don't go see him. We need to eventually do it because there's going to be a day coming where he's not going to be there anymore. And we're going to sit mm-hmm. there and go, damn it, why didn't we go when we could have? Yeah. But he he's the nicest guy. All right. So, moving on. Let's see. We could see. literally talk about yes. Darkwing all day. Yeah. And then, now let's see. I'm going to choose... Cheese. Number 10. Ooh, okay. Oh, this was my three fur in case... I had to go somewhere else. <laughs> okay. I'll do the what the original 10 was. This one bordered because this one came out a little bit later. But uh, There you are. Oh. That's gargoyles. Yes. 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 That one bordered on the very end. Um, <laughs> so gargoyles uh, premiered in October of 1994, and it ran until February of 97. It was one of the longer ones on my list. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it's. I mean, 94. I was. I was 12, so it was right on the cusp of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one. I mean, okay. Here's the thing. Gargoyles. It's fun. I'm not sure if I've seen every episode. I really need to watch one. It's a very adult-facing cartoon. It is. And I think had I been any younger than that, because I'm not even sure if I caught it when it first started. I may have started watching it when I was more like 13 or 14. Mm -hmm. But any earlier than 12, and I would not have been caught up in it, because it it is a cartoon made for adults. Kind of like some of the newer Batman stuff. Um, but the names associated with this, Ed oh, Asner yeah. as Hudson, okay, mm-hmm. pretty much three-fourths of the Star Trek Next Generation it's, it's cast Star Trek <laughs> was on here, okay? So Michael Dorn did Othello, Marina Sirtis was Demona, oh, I have a picture her. of her with someone dressed up as Demona. <laughs> um, Jonathan Frakes was Xanatos, mm-hmm. and he for... Was a jerk. He was. Um, but what was really funny was at one point, I, I think it's Demona changed human or something, and the two of them dated slightly. I, yes, I was it's like, like Riker and Troy. Right? My little anxiety self love it. <laughs> um, and then the people, you know, and then these were some of the ones that uh, guest starred or had a recurring character. So you had Kate Mulgrew, you had Michelle hmm. Nichols, you had Brent Spiner, Jim Cummings was on there. Oh, yeah, that's Tim right. Curry did a voice, Alan Cummings oh. did a voice. Oh. So you want to talk about, wow. like, pop culture gold for us, you know? No kidding. Um, and, and it's just, you know, the premise, I don't even remember how they found it, but basically gargoyles were in, entombed or encased uh, uh, years and years and years ago, and then somehow when they got brought onto, I think they were brought onto Xenatos' building? Yeah, they were They were cursed because yeah. the, the, as normal, when the sun come up, they turn to stone. Right. Um, but... Because of this huge battle, some magician cursed them that only when they rose above the clouds would they be able yes. to come okay. alive again. So Xanatos would actually bought the castle yes. and put it on top of a huge a, skyscraper. 
in the middle of New York. Which then helped break the curse. (laughs) And I think, I think they still in the daylight turned us down, correct? Uh And, um, and so here you go. Now we have gargoyles alive in, um, in, I think it's New York City. Modern day New York. Yep. Yep. And, and it's kind of like a TMNT thing where they're there. They, they have their own goofy selves, although they're a little bit more serious than goofy. Um, they do try and fight crime sometimes. They they befriend a human who's a detective instead mm-hmm. of a journalist. Um, but it gets in it, the the backstory gets really into it. You get a lot of their backstory. You know, you see Demona go from bad to good, and mm-hmm. um, it, it, you want to talk about just an, a very intricate cartoon that plays like an. A more adult program that, and it's not a soap opera. Don't don't think it's a soap yeah, opera. No. It's not a soap opera, <laughs> but it's like watching a fantastical. Yeah, and there's quite a lot show. of action in this yeah. too. Yeah. Um, you know, and everything, you know, good continuity. They had their backstories, <laughs> uh, and you can see this on Disney Plus. They have all the episodes. Mm-hmm. My plan after I finish, we started watching another one that's on my list that I'll tell you later. <laughs> um, we've gone through half of it, and um, when that's done, I think I'm going to start up Gargoyles because I think it's time for me to watch the whole thing. Right. Oh, oh yeah. Good stuff. All right. So what did I guess for you? I guessed eight. eight. Okay, so we'll go with two. Number two. Let's take a number two. Well, not not really. Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> All right. This one, I don't know if you're going to get. Okay. I, I'm pretty sure you probably will, but... <laughs> uh, let's see. All right. Bring it. Here we go. Monsters. Yes, it oh, is. Oh, okay. I was like, I'm not very good with a lot with some of the Nicktoons. I didn't, I didn't watch as many Nicktoons. I did see that uh, one a lot. I, between the that Disney Afternoon fun. and the Nicktoons back in the early days was so good. There's one I'm pretty sure you have on there from Nickelodeon, <laughs> but I don't know if it if it made the cutoff. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. So, All Real Monsters was on from '94 to '97. And it had four seasons, and it followed the uh, <laughs> the guy with the <laughs> they follow they had um they followed the adventures of Ickis, Crum, and Oblina, which were these oh, little yeah. monsters who went to this academy in uh, that was underneath the dumpster in the sewers of New York. I don't even remember that much. I remember the characters. And, yeah, they they would have their classes uh, with the Gromble, who was the mm-hmm. teacher, who was really intense. Yes. And they would send them out on scare assignments, or they just go out and get into different uh, scenarios and that. And it was just all about scaring the humans, and I love Halloween and anything like that. So following this, it was great. And I, 
one of my favorites was Crumb because he was this chunky little hairy guy who held his That's what uh, I was eyes of. in his Whenever hands. Whenever I think of that show, all I think, all I see is the big pink guy with the eyeballs in his hands. And um, he, and apparently, he was uh, one of the ways he scared people was his smell out of his oh. armpits. You know what I was just thinking? <laughs> They're kind of like the newer generation of garbage pail. Kind of, kids. yeah, but they were actually monsters. Yeah. yeah. And, like, Oblina was this black and white, like, stick thing. It's like a weird salamander stick thing, yeah. huh? And yeah. then Ickis was this big-eared red little monster. Oh and then I was looking through the, the cast of characters and voices and that. I didn't recognize any of the voice actors except for one. Mm-hmm. There was a um, reoccurring character every now and then called Zimbo, who was um, worked with the Gromble. Mm-hmm. Voiced by Tim Curry. Oh, Once again, another Tim Curry reference. I'm like, yes. No wonder we loved him growing up. <laughs> but it was such a fun little show. The animation mm-hmm. was great. And just to see the humans getting scared and then all the stuff that they get into. Like, there was just the one with Crumb where he lost his smell. And he didn't think he could be scary without being stinky. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> It it was great. I'm like Nick Nickelodeon, bring back better cartoons. <laughs> both, both. I, I know. Really like cartoons on either of them. I you gotta, know. Oh, this is wild, <laughs> man. I've even stopped kind of enjoying the um the uh, uh Cartoon Network ones, the one I yeah. at night. I mean, like I enjoyed like you know, I used to watch Space Ghost Coast to Coast and. Um, Harvey Dangerfield and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. not Harvey, Harvey Birdman. Harvey Birdman, yeah. Jesus, um, <laughs> you know, and uh, a lot of those, and uh, even to a point, Aqua Team Hunger Force. It's not great. It's not one of my favorites, but I even watch that. But even, I mean, even now, a lot of their stuff is just bleh, like <laughs> I don't know. I I'm, I've gotten to that point where I'm nostalgic for. You know, going, you know, back in my day. Yeah, I'm like, we're turning into our parents. Oh, fuck. <laughs> All right, so back to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm going to go for a high number this time, and I'm going to go for number one from the bottom to the top. Number one. What did I have for number one? Ooh! Oh, we started excited. watching these. I forgot how much I love this one until we started watching the car. Oh, just shame. It only lasted one season, too. <laughs> okay. No? I don't know, you know that one? one. The only thing from that that I... It sounds like, but I know it's not as Cat Dog. No, but, no, it's way earlier than oh Cat. I didn't God. watch Cat Dog. I was surprised. I didn't know this was a Disney cartoon. It's the uh, Wuzzles. Oh my God! <laughs> Talk about a freaking throwback. I oh loved the Wuzzles. I I used to have one. I wanted I I wanted Wuzzles and Popples when I was younger, and we just didn't have the money to buy that kind of stuff. Oh my god! But um, I found out that the Wuzzles really only played for thirteen episodes, one season. That brought a tear to my eye because I was like, <laughs> I loved this thing. Um, 
so it, it was from 1985. It started um, in that September. And um, it kind of like, um, okay, so the Wazzles, if you don't know, um, basically Disney would put two animals together and their name would be a, um, a conglomeration of the both of them. Mm-hmm. And those were the Wuzzles and they lived in Wuzzland and they had... There was like a... A lion one. Uh-huh. There I was. Just... Uh, they had Bumble Lion, who was Brian that's, Cummings. That's what. That was my toy that I yes. had. I don't know if Brian Cummings has any relation to Jim Cummings. Mm. I wasn't sure. I don't, I don't think, think so. I don't think so. Okay, so you your main characters were Bumble Lion, but, um, who was a uh, bumblebee and a lion. You had Butter Bear, who was a butterfly and a bear. All I'm seeing is a stick <clears> of butter. With a bear. No. Um, Ellaru was an elephant and a kangaroo. Moosel was a moose and a seal. Um, hippopotamus was um, a hippopotamus and um, I think it was a bunny. Rhinoki. Um, Rhinoki's the one that reminds me of you because he has all the corny jokes. Uh, he was a rhino and a monkey. And then you had the, um, the villains, which was Crocosaur, who was a dinosaur and a crocodile. Mm-hmm. You had the brat, and he was a bat and I think a rat. And then you had a flizzard, which was a lizard. <laughs> His name was Flizzard. He was a, he was a lizard, and I'm, I don't remember the other half of it. It was like a fly or something. Um, so yeah, so, uh, some of, now some of the, um, the names might sound familiar. Um, Henry Gibson did Ellaru and he's the guy that you might remember the most from Laughing. He was one of the guys in Laughing. He also played the Nazi leader from the Blues Brothers. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Bill Scott, who's known as the voice of Bullwinkle. For, wow. Forever and eternity. <laughs> um... <clears throat> The hippopotamus. Do you do you remember who she was? No. Um, uh, Jane Worley, Joanne Worley. Oh my gosh, Joanne Worley. For those right, for those who don't know Joanne, she was also from Laughing, but you might also recognize her as the wardrobe from Beauty and the Beast, the um, animated one. Um, uh, Crocosaur was done by Alan Oppenheimer. Yeah, and he did Rhinoki, and he starred in stuff like. Um, uh, he was a never-ending story. He did some voices in He-Man uh, and Transformers. Wasn't Mo- he uh, Falcor? He might have been. Now, that would that, make that sense. That name rem- rings a bell. That would make sense if he had voiced Falcor. So, uh, pretty much everyone... Actually, it's one of the rare ones where everyone... You probably have heard from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, but, it, you know, 13 episodes. They go by real quick. Um, I think what I loved the most was... Like, not only did you mash up two two animals in a way that you would never thought, you know, and like hippopotamus and Ellaru, they don't walk, they hop. They, they truly <laughs> hop, you know? And, um, so you've got this big hippo that hops around like a bunny rabbit, you know, and a big <laughs> elephant that hops around like a, like a kangaroo. It's awesome. Um, but, um, their, their, um, personalities were just crazy weird and mm-hmm. kind of adult-like. And I, that's probably what drew me to it because, you know, most cartoons, especially popular ones with kids, everyone just kind of fits certain stereotypes. Yeah. And these guys didn't. They they had crazy, you know, they, they, they had real emotions and, you know, they did real things and, 
you know, they could be a, maybe a little bit uh, selfish or whatever. Right, yeah. And uh, and like I said, Rhinoki is you all over. <laughs> the jokes galore. Hello. <laughs> so um, that is one that, as far as I know, you can only find it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't even buy the stuff unless you want to go spend like a hundred something dollars on something from someone. Yeah. Um, I, that's one that now that I know that Disney owns it, I'm like, hello, you need to freaking put this on Disney Plus. I need to see all 13 episodes <laughs> now. Thank you. Right. So, yes, love the Wazzles uh, and still holds up today. Thank you. That's good. Yeah, God, I don't even remember the last time I saw that. <laughs> I used to sit, I used to lay down on my grandma's bed when she was in the, in the kitchen cooking and I would just watch the Wazzles. I think it played for, they would do like, I think four episodes back to back. Yeah. All right, so All right. next number. <clears throat> I need to keep track of what I did for you. Wait, I did keep track. <laughs> um, oh, wait. This is our third. This is my third one. Okay, hold on. <laughs> I didn't guess one. You guessed one. Yes. Let's go with four. Number four. Okay. This one, you ought to get right off the damn bat. Okay. <laughs> there's, there's no way to trip up on this one. Oh, well, it would help if I uh, unmuted it now, wouldn't it? Because <laughs> I was preparing something else and I forgot to mute. unmute. Hello. <laughs> Beam it directly into your brain. <laughs> that was one of my saves. Oh, you managed to find a non... I tried. Fiesta! Surprises! Fiesta! La Bamba! I got a If you haven't noticed, I have... I found the instrumentals to the... To I didn't them. even bother with that. I just tried to find a version I didn't have to you one of them. It says the name of the damn thing like every three seconds. And I was well, like, that was another one of mine. <gasps> That's another one of mine. Uh, that I'm like, okay, here's a part that doesn't have the name of it in, and then stop right here. (laughs) Yes. So, you want to enlighten everybody? That one's Garfield and Friends. Yes. I, this was a staple of my early middle school years, because my bus would come at like 6.30, well, come at like 7 in the morning, Mm -hmm. and I would get up, get dressed, Get everything ready and eat my breakfast in the living room watching this before the bus came. I actually almost missed the bus because I was <laughs> watching it one day. This, and, is, this is one I used to watch before school and, at my grandparents' house, yeah. Luckily, the bus had to go down the road and turn around and come back. So, oh, luckily, <laughs> I caught them on the way back. <laughs> what are you still doing here? I'm watching Garfield. I'm sorry, Mom. <laughs> Because the bus would stop in front of the house, wait for a moment, and if you didn't come out, they assumed like you were sick or something and keep driving. Keep going. <laughs> so Garfield and Friends was on from 88 to 94. Yeah. They had eight seasons. I'm like, holy crap, I didn't think it was that long. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I watched the later ones too much. Because yeah. I saw that there are characters... That I was like, oh, I don't know who you are. But I, I loved some of the characters. Like, they when they would go between Garfield and them and then go to the Barnyard Gang. Mm-hmm. Like, like, on the Garfield side, you know, you've got John, 
Odie, Nermal, and then you've got the crazy ones like Binky the Clown. Or when he come after Garfield, hey kitty cat. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, and then, like, the Barnyard Kids, they had Orson the Pig, Roy Rooster, Wade the Duck, Bo and Lanolin's Sheep, mm-hmm. and uh, Booker and Sheldon, the, the ducks, the chicks. And yes. Sheldon was, was in, in his, his egg. Shell. He was still in his shell. And there was one episode where he actually hatched, uh-huh. and there was another shell underneath. Oh, my God. But... I wouldn't come out of here either. Apparently, he had a TV, pinball machine, oh, books. Yeah. How the hell did he get all that inside the shell? I'm like, I'll, I'll stay. <laughs> well, I mean, it was a decent-sized shell. But yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have left either. Oh, give me a pinball machine. <laughs> I mean, it was it was just such a fun one. Like um, Roy Rooster would always uh, try to uh, keep the fox away from the chickens. Mm-hmm. He was the fox would always try to come up and steal uh, Booker and Sheldon. <laughs> and of course, you know Garfield mel- mailing Normal to Abu Dhabi. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, was... she's the cutest little kitty cat in all oh, the world. <laughs> I remember we were we were talking about it. What was it? A couple, it was like a month or so ago when we watched an episode. I just remember like when we got older, one thing that just stuck with us, we it was like a little game show that was uh, always on for Garfield. And it was, hit the buzzer with a cookie. And like that was, that was literal, literally, I mean, it was like, burnt you with a cookie. Burnt you with another cookie. And like that was the whole premise. It always tickled my fancy. So stupid. I love it. Stupid. Oh, but yeah, Garfield and Friends is like very near and dear to my heart. I'm like, I see it pop up every now and then. And I'm like, ah. It's one of the few Garfield, like, I mean, I think you probably. Don't even get me start on the movies. No, I don't want to watch these movies. But like, you know, I mean, you probably grew up, you know, reading the comic strip like I did too. You know, not, not even just in the funnies, but if you were ever like. You were walking around in a, in a bookstore with like family members, or mm-hmm. you'd be like, "Here, I'm gonna go grab the Garfield book and just you know read <laughs> yeah. it." And um, you know, Garfield's all our spirit animals, <laughs> especially uh, now. <laughs> right. Well, especially when you're working. I hate Mondays. <laughs> right. But um, but yeah, like um, I don't want to see. I, I, it's just I don't know. There are some things that are sacred, and <laughs> that cartoon happened to just really embody the this comic strips and the books that that came out during our age and maybe the newer ones are different yeah. and you know like Archie the new Archies mm-hmm. are really weird and yeah. like Riverdale <laughs> so um so yeah I I had a stuffed Garfield that was my aunt's mm-hmm. growing up uh who didn't <laughs> my mom actually had the Garfield that was stuck on the back windshield you know with the oh I remember cups. those yeah you would see them everywhere in the 80s no it's true it's true <laughs> I'm pretty sure one of my aunts had one of those too Alright, moving right along, I'm gonna go with number six. Six, six. Oh. Not six, 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 but. Alright. Let's do this, and. I know you know this one. (laughs) Excuse my singing. (laughs) 
It's the only part I can get without the name in it. <laughs> Muppet Babies. Right. And I'm talking about the good Muppet Babies, not the shit that's out right now. <laughs> I, I mean, granted, my little nieces love the new stuff, but it ain't nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing like that. So I, this is probably one that most of you who are listening may ha- may know. Um, but it's the old, the original Muppet Babies cartoon. It ran from 1984 to 1991. It was actually wow. a pretty long running one, long running one. And um, unfortunately, one of the biggest issues with distribution is the fact that it combined their animation with stuff from uh, movies and other mm-hmm. TV shows because of the pop culture references. Which now make it a literal nightmare to try and get the rights to to distribute. Yeah. However, well now the Disney, Disney owns... owns most of that shit. Like <laughs> they own Marvel and they own Lucasfilm and they now own what is it? Fox, 20th Century Fox. Fox, yeah. So it might be a little easier for them to do it now, and I'm really hoping they bring it to Disney Plus because we we did yeah. we spent yeah. a. Huh? A lot of those clips are old, old westerns, old, old black. Oh, those, yeah. yes, oh, but yeah. they had a lot of Spider-Man clips, um, Star, Wars. Star Wars clips, which was a little nightmare to navigate back then, but now we own everything, so. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Darth Vader now, bitches? Like, so, so, yeah, I really do hope that now uh, it might be a little bit easier and they'll bring it in. Um but um, some notable names here is Nanny is, of course, Barbara Billings, mm. Billingsley, who is Mrs. Cleaver from uh, Leave it to Beaver. Um, Fozzie and Scooter was done by Greg Berg, who did uh, Ninja Turtles, Simpsons, Garfield and Friends. Um, now, here's a blast from the past. Animal, Bunsen, Bean, Janice, who I think all came later, um, and Camilla from 86 to 91. Was voiced by Dave Coulier. Oh wow! Yeah, which if you guys don't know, he Cut was right. He was uh, Joey on uh, Full House. Rolf was done by Katie Lee, who was also Sunny on the Gummy Bears. Oh wow! Oh yes, um, Howie Mandel for one year voiced Skeeter, Animal, and Bunsen. Yeah, <laughs> I can see not. that. Sounds like Bobby. Yeah, <laughs> and here's a fun one: Gonzo, Robin, and when Aunt. Aunt Fanny, I think it was. Yeah, Aunt <clears throat> Fanny. Aunt Nanny's sister came. You know who did the voices? Mm. Rusey Taylor. Who? Rusey Taylor. Russie, um, Rusey? Rusey Taylor. Uh-huh. Who's that? She did Minnie Mouse for a while. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, and then, of course, uh, Kermit and um, Beaker and a couple of years of Skeeter was done by uh, Frank uh, Welker, who you might know as Fred from Scooby-Doo from mm-hmm. Inception. Yeah. So... Um, but if you haven't guessed, it's another big pop culture thing. Um, you, it's the miniature versions of our of our favorite mainstream Muppets. Um, they all lived together in a nursery, growing up with Nanny taking care of them, and they go on imagination adventures every day. Um, and uh, it's full of old pop culture references, newer pop culture references. They were always opening up the closet door to something new. We did a, we went to a Muppies, Muppet a Muppies? Yeah, Muppies, a Muppet Babies panel at Dragon Con. We did. The first year <laughs> they started doing puppeteering tracks. But what, there was something that they said, is somebody wanted Muppet Babies, but somebody else didn't. And they said, okay, well, I'll give you this if you give me Muppet Babies. 
It was like Jim wanted Muppet Babies or he didn't. I can't remember. I don't know. All I remember is the crazy lady in line. <laughs> there was a crazy lady who made puppets. There's always a crazy lady. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. Yeah. She had that puppet. She wasn't anyone who actually did anything. This was just her hobby. Okay. And she had a puppet that she made that it's not Skeeter. It looks like a female version of Scooter. Mm-hmm. Skeeter is Skeeter. Even though he she is Scooter's uh, sister, yeah. Skeeter is Skeeter. Skeeter is not a female Scooter. Her thing look, looked and sounded like a female Scooter. Mm. She would only talk to you through the puppet. You had to talk to the puppet, <laughs> not to her. And I just, like, I was just being nice and striking up a conversation. And I was like, woohoo, this lady is Looney Tunes bonkers. Like... <laughs> Yeah. I mean, and we have seen her every year since, and she still has that one puppet. She oh, only Lord. speaks through the puppet. I'm like, run for the hills. Um, <laughs> really? But it was. It was a really good panel um, done by, uh, I think, one of the guys who worked on the cartoon itself. <laughs> so Disney Plus, please. Disney, bring right. it. Please. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, I think it's my turn now. No. No, it's my turn. No. I I mean, just yeah, my game. turn to oh, play for you. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> All right. I want number 10. Number 10. I have like three different ones, but... Uh, <laughs> pick a top 10. Well, I think I picked a top 15. Well, I yeah, I put a couple up. Um, well, your choice. This one is just... I did it just because I did watch it a lot. <laughs> so, you'll probably get it. Okay. Oh, I have that one. <laughs> that would be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes. The good version. <laughs> Yeah, this is the the original version, which uh, was from 1987 to 1996. This original had ten seasons. This is the longest one that I have. I I know I did not watch all ten seasons. But, yeah, it was one of my favorites. I was obsessed with Ninja Turtles when I was a kid. Um, We would go... Uh, Disney actually had them at Hollywood Studios, well then MGM Studios, and they would have uh, they would come out in the uh, turtle van with oh April God. O'Neil, and they would uh, take pictures with you, that and they do a little a couple things. Oh, that sucks! That was before I ever went to MGM. Yeah, we were actually living in Lake Wales when I was a little kid. Um, I, I we had I mean we had. The toys. We had the, bl- mm-hmm. the the blimp. Oh, I had the toys. I had oh. the boat. I used to play with them in the tub. I had the ones that transformed yes. from a turtle to them. They would date my Barbie dolls because <laughs> I didn't like Ken. And um, I remember one of them, one of our turtles, we played with in the bathtub because um, you he had a little wind up uh-huh. and his feet they, they yes. swam. I yes, had that yes. too. Um, toys are cool. One of one of the coolest things though is I got my mom to uh, take me to was um, when we lived down here when I was little there in Winter Haven there used to be this orange dome which was like a sports arena and out front they had it was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles live on tour. 
Oh, so that's they did cool. a stage show uh, under this tent, and then you could go and meet them afterwards. I begged and pleaded with my mom to take me, and she took me, and it was awesome. Amazing. Oh, I never saw anything like that. <laughs> I I did. I I loved the live action movies they made later the, on. The I originals, own them still. Yes, all three of them. Yes. The third one was not exactly the best, but they were still. It had good. a good soundtrack, though. Yeah. I will say, the more recent animated film was actually pretty good and mm. Patrick Stewart voiced the the uh, villain. Uh, uh, not not there, live action. I'm not yeah. watching the new one. There, action, there is no, re- no way in heck you would ever get me to watch the Michael Bay version. Yeah. I don't like <laughs> Michael Bay, period. Uh, you, you ruined yeah. my childhood with that. <laughs> you ruined Transformers. I mean, how did you go from that first one to the shit that came after? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay, but, so do you know what's really funny? The guy who does Michelangelo? Mm-hmm. The tick. Do you remember that cartoon? Oh, yes. He was the tick. <laughs> but I I loved some of the characters that they had in their extra. Like, you know, with Shredder, he had his creations, uh, Rocksteady and Bebop, oh, the Turtle God. and the Warthog. <laughs> and they, they were in a lot of the cartoons that we, mm-hmm. other ones we watched too. And then, they um, were my favorite. what was, I don't remember what his name was, but he was a brain inside this canister that floated around. He, well, he was, his, he was brain. Was it just brain? I think he was brain. And remember, he had a little... He had, like, this weird potato human flesh bag thing that he'd go in the stomach of. Remember? <laughs> yeah. Oh, or yes. Or crane. Yes. It was crane. Crane. Yeah. That's what it was for cranium. It was yeah. crane. Uh. I think that's what it was. <laughs> With Technodrill. Okay. So... I loved the Ninja Turtle video games. Oh, yes. So, yeah. Turn like, back time. I mean, yeah, back Turtle, in time. Turtles in Time was a really good one. That was for the Super... One of the first ones they had was for just the regular Nintendo, and it was hard as hell. Mm-hmm. Like, I never could beat it. And then the, but my all-time favorite, um, other than Turtles in Time for the Super, was the one, it was only an arcade game. Yes. That was my all-time favorite. I remember favorite. when we first went to, there's a video game bar here called uh, Player One, and mm-hmm. they actually have the Turtles game. Yes. Yeah. You can actually now buy it, believe it or not. Um, at Walmart, you know how they still yeah, have the, the, the mini kiosks? consoles. Yeah, yeah, they actually have it. I think with Turtles in Time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, oh, I, if I had the space and the money, heck yes. <laughs> Those were such good games. I mean, I wasted a good many quarters just playing that game until mm-hmm. I beat it. Oh, the little Mauser thing. I think they're called Mines at Mausers. The little robot things. Yeah. Trying to beat those damn things. <laughs> oh my god. Mm, I get so but, mad at them, and then they just be like. <laughs> but one of my my favorite things, and like I know we're, gl- we're moving over into the other fr- part of the franchise, but in the second uh, Ninja Turtles uh, Secret of the Ooze, when they're trying to find Raphael, and they're in the junkyard, and they're like, it's quiet, a little it's too, too quiet. quiet, and they're they see Raphael, and they're like, look, it's Raph. But a little too wrath. And I'm like, what the? <laughs> I just. The corny one liners, the jokes. Michelangelo the, was always my favorite, obviously. Him and Don, <laughs> see, for me, Donatello, too. Yeah. Those were my two favorites. Because they would them. always go back and forth with the one liners and the. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always like the smart ones, too. Yeah. Oh my god. I own. <laughs> The first three seasons of that on DVD. Oh, nice. And then I couldn't find any other ones. They're out there. I just couldn't find them yeah. for a cheap price because I'm not spending a lot of money on that. Yeah. But yeah. But oh. I, I loved it. It was. And I can still so sing good. the whole theme song. Exactly. Yes. Yep. 
Yeah, that was the one I was saying earlier that I'm like, you can't play without hearing the damn they have it every five seconds like I, I like in the in the uh in the intro where they uh they're naming the turtles and they're like Raphael's cool but rude Michelangelo is a party dude <laughs> I like when they're talking about when uh when the evil shredder attacks yeah those turtle boys won't cut them no slack <laughs> So 80s. So 80s. <laughs> the, theme, the theme was just a lyrical bit of genius. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Next one. All right. Your turn. I think I'm going to go with number four. Four. What was four? I can't. Yeah, that was Ninja Turtles. You're going to have to go again. Okay. Uh, let's do. Did I do eight? You did not. Okay. Oh. Okay. Number eight. I hope you watched this one. <laughs> Oh, come on! Oh, of course, it's Beetlejuice! I loved that cartoon. Yes. I honestly didn't write too much down for this one, just to let you know. It did run from 89 and 91. It wasn't that long. And uh, Allison Court, who was, I think, in one of the other ones that we talked about, um, played Lydia. And uh, Beetlejuice was done by uh, the guy who did Angel, Archangel, in the X-Men series, oh, believe it wow. or not. Um, which leads me to wonder if Beetlejuice was done in Canada. Because <laughs> a lot of them tend to Maybe. just work in Canadian. <laughs> so Beetlejuice, if you guys don't... No, I mean you should, but Beetlejuice the animated uh, series was a knockoff of the of the movie, of course. Um, it was a little different though because Lydia. It's really funny because Lydia is supposed to be a teenager, but she seems a little bit younger. Yeah, and they were friends. They're friends, <laughs> and there are times like they always keep saying, "But we're best friends," and really they acted like they were boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. It was really weird. <laughs> I love the red spider web dress she wore it when she was always, in the netherworld. Yes, uh, and so again, you have those great puns. You know, the shocking mall, and yeah. um, you know. Uh, the, 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 the extra characters. Oh, my God. The spider with a tap dance. I remembered the spider. So we were watching episodes. I remembered the spider. I had totally forgotten the French dead guy. The artiste. The artiste. Yes. And then the other guy was basically, um, uh, what's his face from Mary Melodies? The big, the, um, the big red hairy monster oh yeah yeah but he was brown and from texas with yes the with the gun yes i don't remember the name but like it was so funny and i was like i forgot about them and of course they kept watch for the sandworms oh yeah the sandworms <laughs> we did watch uh, an episode or two and i, I found the best one because when we put it on i kind of remembered it and it was the one where beetlejuice tried to become the court jester and did of uh mm. prince like doom and gloom or whatever uh-huh. and he basically looked like edward scissorhands as a as a teen a mopey teen oh, but yes. he sounded like edgar Allan poe like he ta- <laughs> right. i mean he quoted poe he would quote shakespeare he always cried so it rained he was so woeful and he <laughs> cried everywhere until he met lydia and fell in love and it was so funny like <laughs> was the lydia voice by the same girl that did the morning 
I think it was done by the girl in X-Men, yeah. yeah. Which is another, like, I, they're, they're both, that's why I kind of wonder if it was made in Canada, because a lot of the people who voiced them were Canadian, and they mm-hmm. tend to kind of work all in the same projects. Yeah. But yeah, the, the art, I mean, it's everything that you love about Beetlejuice. They brought in the old gags. And, which, it, you know, I always say is really funny because Beetlejuice is not really about Beetlejuice, even though that's the name of it. Mm-hmm. Beetlejuice is about <clears throat> the story of the Dietzes and um, what was the couple? Um, Barbara and Adam. Yeah. Um, I don't remember their last Peanut name. Peanut Gallery. What was their last name? Now that you, ask me. you know Alec Baldwin and um, I know, yeah. Gina Davis. I'm, I'm thinking Maitland. Maitlands. So the story about the Maitlands, um, them passing away, the Deets is getting the house, and them trying to coexist really. Mm-hmm. And Beetlejuice is just an afterthought. But you know Michael is so amazing in the character, and the character is written so well. Mm-hmm. And once he comes into the picture, that 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 movie just artistically turns even more amazing. That it. It quickly, that's pretty much what everyone remembers is Beetlejuice. Yeah. And so this was, so this is all of that. Although, you know, I mean, first episode, he comes out and he looks, he's in that, the, um, from the ending of the movie where he comes up with the carousel on uh-huh. him and yep. the arms come out. He does that gag. The sandworms <laughs> come out. Everything that you loved about the movie mm-hmm. is in this animated series. Yeah. And <sighs> also, too, if you're a Beetlejuice aficionado, and you're in the Orlando area, go to Universal Studios, because for Halloween Horror Nights, they were going to have a Beetlejuice house, which I'm so sad. But they added two, well, a bunch of Beetlejuice rooms Mm -hmm. to the tribute store in the studios. They have shirts, hoodies. Uh, I had a friend of mine actually buy me a Beetlejuice face mask, so I'm excited for that, so... Oh, I love Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a cult favorite. Oh, God, yes. All right, sir. All right. I'm going to choose... Um... Question. Yes. Did you ever see what the Maitlands are in the cartoon? Mm, no. No, they're not. I don't think they ever are. Yeah. Only mm-hmm. well, the parents occasionally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's really just about her and him. Yeah. And then every now and then her mom and dad are in there as like really normal kind of... Parents. Yeah, like they're not even. Delia was, uh, was a little wacky, but you know. Yeah, she was just like a, a normal little ditz, though. She wasn't yeah. the crazy kooky that she was in the movie. Yeah. <sighs> All right, I'm gonna choose number nine. Number nine. Okay, another one. I like I said, you're probably gonna get the majority of these, but <laughs> let's see how you do with this one. I've enjoyed that we've only like gotten. Like two so far that the other one had. Is it Batman the Animated Series? Yes. Okay. I didn't know if it was that one or Beyond. Yeah. No. But I didn't really care for Batman Beyond, but I loved Batman the Animated Series. Just for the, one of the, just for the facts that Mark Hamill did the Joker. That's true. Oh. 
he is the definitive voice actor for the I Joker. I didn't watch any Batman cartoons till I was an adult, and I still haven't seen them all. <laughs> I enjoy the Batman movies. I'm not a huge Batman fan, though. Yeah. The comics or any of it. Yeah. This one I just love because, you know, they, they did uh, a mixture of the villains. You know, they would do Poison Ivy. They do the yeah. Sandman. This is one of Joker, the more Harley ones. Quinn, yeah. Yeah. And uh, this ran from 92 to 95. It was only four seasons. Yeah. But it, it was just so well done. The animation was fantastic. The storylines are always good. They had some good jokes in there. And like I said, it's just when you hear Mark Hamill do the Joker voice. No, that's true. I mean, one of the reasons why I watched some of them was because of him. I mean, come on. <laughs> but, um... Uh, it's again. It's kind of like Gargoyles again, where you're getting into more adult ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this I was nine, so uh, well, actually eleven, 11 when 11. this came out. So yeah, I'm like, no, you're not. So this was mine on the cusp there. <laughs> yes, yes. But yeah, it was so good. I'm like, I I would like to actually. Find, I have never seen it anywhere. You can get them on DVD, or you used to be able to. I was actually, I wanted to put Teen Titans on here, (laughs) the original one, but I was a lot older for that one. Yeah, right? Not the the one they do now. It's the same same art, which is good, but the the writing and the episodes are shitty. They're for five-year-olds. It's not, you know, it's not like the original. Yeah. All right, my turn. Yes. Uh, Let's do three. Three. Do, do, do. Okay, this is the other one that I think you might know, but I'm not sure. Hmm. <clears throat> oh, it's, yeah. It's the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, right? Yes! 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 <laughs> I love this! This is something my brother and I would watch together. There some cartoons he wasn't like gonna watch the wazzles or anything. Um, but Super Mario Brothers Super Show was something that we both enjoyed. We both we had video cassettes of them. Um, was it, this the the strictly cartoon or was this the cartoon slash live action? No, it's both. It's okay. Yeah. The one with Lou Albano. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Captain so Lou. Captain Lou. <laughs> it, it only ran. It, so the thing about Super Mario Brothers is it had. Three distinct seasons. Each one was a different show. So this one was the first one in 1980. It had just was a full run of, of specific episodes, and that's all it was supposed to be. Um, they then had a Super Mario 3, which was mm. the second run, and I, I did not watch that one. I think I've seen a little bit here and there. And then the third one was Super Mario World. Mm. So they, they were all, that's as far as I could see, they were always planned out to just be that one run. Okay. So this one was the 1980. I mean, I wasn't born for two more years, but this is what was playing. You know, <laughs> yeah, you would they, watch them on Sundays, yeah, I think yeah. it was. And here's, here's the thing. You always wondered if you would get the Legend of Zelda cartoon or not. Mm-hmm. Because they only played it like once a month. I have never seen the entire Legend of Zelda from start to finish. <laughs> I need to find these so I can finish them. Right. But we, we would sit there and wait in anticipation and say, and be like, is it just going to be, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> stay Mario. tuned for next <laughs> week, you know, or would we actually get a Legend of Zelda? Um, but yeah, as we said before, Captain Lou 
um, who was a wrestler, and you may have remembered him from the Cindy Lauper. Girls, Girls just want to have fun. fun. He was Mario, and he voiced Mario too. <laughs> that was the cool thing. Was like mm-hmm. they did they did their live action, and they did do their voices. Um, <clears throat> Danny Wells, who was the bartender on the Jeffersons, he oh, was okay. Luigi. And then you had the princess, Toad, and Koopa. Um, I didn't really know what they were. They were yeah. those were the main ones. And so the way that this played out was. Um, it would start out, you would get a little bit of a live action skit from Mario and Luigi. Uh, nine times out of ten, you had one guest star. Like, mm-hmm. uh, what's her face from The Wonder Years was on oh, one, okay. one of the earlier episodes, The yeah. Girlfriend? Yeah. Um, and so you're, you're, you're going to, it's, it's going to be guest stars of people from the, the 80s. 80s. <laughs> <laughs> if they had guest stars from today, you know, that'd be a little It'd weird. It'd be a little different. <laughs> um, so, but yeah. And, uh, and so they would, they would do part of their skit and then you would go into the cartoon and you would watch the whole cartoon and then you'd come back in and you would finish the skit. Um, sometimes you got two cartoons and, um, <laughs> and it was really fun. It, I think what was really awesome was they were allowed to use the um, sound effects from the cartoon. I mean, from the the games. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you were a kid of the '80s like we were, um, you loved the Mario Brothers games. One, two, yes. three, going on up. You and know, the Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo. <laughs> you know, you played. You know, we played them a lot. That was that was our jam back then. Yep. And um, to be able to see those stories and and you know hear those voices and see those characters come to life like it was it was just a lot of fun oh, yeah. i really enjoyed that one we used to watch that with my friends across the street <laughs> all, right. all right let's do one this i'm this one i'm super excited about because this when i think of my childhood and ones that i really enjoyed watching this is mm-hmm. one of the tops and you, you will definitely know this. One. That's how I feel about uh, Mario Brothers. <laughs> uh, especially because, because I probably talked about this a bunch too. So okay. Maybe. I don't know that. You don't? Is it a weird version of it? No, that's the actual theme. I don't... I had to stop it because then it was going to say the name. I have no clue. Do you have a guess? No, like not even. I'll let it go all the way through this time. Okay. Like I'm trying to think, but... Still gives me goosebumps. That's not freaky boy. (laughs) I did not watch. I I watched Shira and Man. I did not watch enough Shira to remember the. I think I remember He Man's more than Shira's. Honestly, I. (laughs) If you can't tell, I'm gay. But um, (laughs) but. This we are family. I loved this show. I'm like I never missed an episode when I was a kid. I'm it's it was just everything. It was only on for two seasons. It was yeah. from eighty five to eighty six. But I don't get me wrong, I, I enjoyed He Man. I had the toys. I used to play with He Man. Yeah. Wow, that sounds wrong. 
Um, <laughs> I've uh, seen it. I had I, I had it, Castle Grayskull. You know, yeah. I had the character. I just from, but I remember he. I think I watched He Man way more yeah. than She-Ra. Yeah. I did have a little She-Ra doll though, like the little <laughs> plastic one. Yeah, but. I, I don't know why, but it was just everything was more She-Ra because I'm like, she was just fabulous. Yeah. I'm like, was. to me, she had the better theme song. She had the better outfit. She had the better sword. She had uh, a freaking flying rainbow unicorn. But he had the big jungle cat, <laughs> I, and yes. I loved that. But it was, I don't know. And it he had the better villain. So cool. Yeah. <laughs> But so agreed on the other stuff though. So and uh, don't get me wrong, I love Shira, but this new iteration, I just can't. The theme song we is love, some poppy madness that I can't we, stand. We love our cartoons too much to but, just enjoy the new stuff. But like this, like in the story, uh, Shira, whose real name is Adora, is He Man's twin sister. Mm-hmm. But she was taken away as a baby by Skeletor. And take and sold to Hordak, which is the villain of Shira, um, who is the leader of the Horde, and they raise her to be an evil general. So, and when we catch up with her, it's actually a crossover between He Man and Shira, and they actually. I wonder if those are the ones I watched the most because yeah. they captured He Man, mm-hmm. and in the process of this, um, they tortured him, and you know she was in charge. And, um, oh my god, I can't think of the the guardian lady from uh, He-Man, uh, the bird lady. Um, but she she talked through the sword to, uh, to She-Ra because he was actually there to find her. So she was talking to Adora and she's like, you were, you were destined for this sword and blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And you know how He-Man would say, I have the power, hers, I... It just felt more kind of regal, you know, when she said for the uh, for the honor of grace for the honor of graceful, I think so. But it was I, I loved it. I have the power. Yeah. And then her sword could change anything to anything she wanted. Like That's she true. would say, form of a rope and she would lasso somebody. Twins. <laughs> I know, right? But like her her horse um, is named Swiftwind. Yeah. And literally, it's a he turns into a unicorn with rainbow wings. Yes. Oh, and yes. I did love him. And it was awesome. Yes. So, and she had her companions, uh, Madame Raz, which was a kind of a kooky sorceress. Yeah. Um, she was, uh, had her talking broom, which was named Broom. Wow. Um, there was Cowl, which was like a mix of a koala and an owl with rainbow ears. And um, you had... Oh, my God! <laughs> and you had yeah. uh, Hordak, um, who was the leader of the Horde, and his right-hand person was Shadow Weaver. Mm-hmm. And um, she, uh, later on, um, she actually went looking for the Crystal Castle, which was going to be her new her base. And she meets Light Hope, which is the like this rainbow that... They don't have those old ones anymore, do they? On YouTube. On but God damn it. I I don't know what it was, but I'm like even when I was a kid, you know, back in the day, nobody cared. Whenever we, me and my friends would play outside, I was always Shira. Okay. <laughs> I'm like I love that. I'm like I can't I can't even. I'm like I love it so much. I'm like she was just so fabulous, and I'm like, well, looking back, well, there's your first hint. There you go. <laughs> 
<laughs> Arrest, I, and like it's really funny because like I know I watch those. I know I watch Team Man a little bit more. Um, but like around that time, I was also watching, and it's odd because I'm not the girliest person in the world. But I was watching My Little Pony and Care Bears, mm-hmm. which I was gonna put on here, but I was like. Man, I know he's gay, but he may not have been into that, you know. But um, but yeah, like I, I mean, you know me. Like it, it would be really mm-hmm. knowing me today. You probably Care Bears maybe. But oh, you when you told me have. you were watching My Little Pony, I'm like the what? Oh, I bought the movie. Okay, so like on Amazon, you can watch the old My Little Pony cartoons, and they do not hold up mm. as well. I and I, I, I mean, I loved My Little Pony. I had. The ponies on on all that good stuff. Well, a few of them, um, but I couldn't get through the cartoon episodes. I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> but the movie, the 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 what was it? The Secret of the Schmooze or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, Cloris Leachman, Madeline Klein, Danny Khan. DeVito, Khan, Danny DeVito. <laughs> I, they, these voices that we grew up later to love the actors and actresses were all, I mean, but the movie holds up. The movie they said was a flop. I'll give a shit. That's a great movie. And I love that movie even to this day. Thank you very much. Yeah. All right. Yes. Um, okay. What numbers do I have left? You have. I think we got four each left. You've got two, seven, and nine because technically my four you guessed i do have a fill-in for it though if we if we go that long um, so let's go two you want to go two okay now this one i know didn't we know. do two no i thought i said we went number two no really? no i thought i made that joke you did no you did but i guessed your two. Oh. yeah okay and this one i know you know this is the one that we've been watching on disney plus all day. I did. We were working all day. We went through like 30 seasons of it. Oh. Which I did yeah. not find out until I was an adult that this is a classical piece. <laughs> right, I'm stop I almost put that one, but I was like, hmm, no. That's X-Men, you know. The animated you, you, series. Yes. I have actually been watching that as well, too. Yes. So. This is... This was in, towards the, the later years, though, too. Because this one was done 92 to 97. It's about five seasons long. Nothing... Like, I don't know what it is, but nothing that they do. I always compare any new X-Men anything to these cartoons. Yes. They were just so flippin' iconic. I yeah. mean... And, and here's the thing. Like, I wrote down some of the names and all. They're all Canadian. I think there's, like, one <laughs> Australian guy on there. So, basically, you know them from some of the other stuff, like Beetlejuice and stuff mm. like that that we did. That's all they did. Apparently, like, half of them worked on um, Kung Fu the Legend Continues, too. <laughs> I don't know. So, uh, so, this one is The Adventures of the X-Men. Your main ones were Cyclops, Wolverine, Rogue, Storm, Beast, Gambit, Jubilee, Jean Grey, and Professor X. And that was your main X-Men. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so we, we did. We watched season one, two, and half of three. And uh, seasons one and two consisted of the arc with the Sentinels. Mm-hmm. Um, three started uh, the Savage Lands. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, morph dying and then coming back. We've started yeah. to hit Doc, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Sinister. Sinister. 
uh, Apocalypse. Just, yep, all of these earlier ones, um, Jean and Cyclops getting married and then not realizing that they weren't married, it was Morph. Mm -hmm. um, the Morlocks, Storm fighting and getting yeah. a hold of the Morlocks. Yeah. Um, you know, just, just all these great um, episodes and... It, it probably rang so well with us because we were right on that cusp. We were pre-teens, mm -hmm. tweens, whatever. And... Into comics and the, stuff like right, that. Right. You, know. you know, these were the comics that I loved the most. I was more of a Marvel girl back then. Now I'm kind of more of indie and DC just because I don't like the art direction that Marvel's taken. It's it's a little bit more dumbed down and I'm, I'm a big art person. Um... But these were cartoons, again, like Gargoyles, they were for older kids and they were tackling things, you know, f being different, feeling like the other, feeling mm -hmm. like people were against you, you know, do you fight or do you not fight? What's the better way to go? The consequences. These were all things that X-Men tackled in this cartoon as well as in the comics. Um, and, I mean... You couldn't get anything better. I mean, yeah. this is like you, the creme de la creme of, of cartoons for me, you yeah. know? You you find any 90s kids or ones that from the, like, 80s, 90s kids, and you play even a snippet of that, and they're like, X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> and see, when we, what I loved so much is when they made the live-action movies when we were much, much older. Um, yeah, the one, the first ones with uh, Brian, from Brian Singer, I think mm -hmm. it is. Yeah. It feels like he made the decisions of casting based off of what we saw in this cartoon because Patrick Stewart was Professor X from this cartoon mm -hmm. for me. Ian McKellen was Magneto, Magneto you know. Yeah. Hugh Jackman was this Wolverine. Mm -hmm. You know, this Jean Grey, this Mystique, you know, Halle yeah. Berry even kind of a little bit of this Storm. Yeah. She was kind of iffy, but... She got there eventually. Yeah. Um, the, the only one that was a little different was Rogue because Rogue wasn't supposed to be so young. Well, yeah. she wasn't as young in that cartoon. Yeah. Um, so that was a little getting used to it. But she, she did an amazing job. Yep. You know? Um, and the only thing missing is Gambit. Gambit. Which, <laughs> which I was supposed Gambit to have his own movie, but then... No. Oh, that thing's gotten me written so many times <laughs> past around. I don't think we're ever going to get it. But you know no. what? If they can't do it justice, I don't, don't do want it. it. Yeah. Because he is one of my favorites. And yeah. I, I... No. I love the... the episodes when they did his backstory back down in the bayou yeah we actually just did that that episode mm -hmm. with the thieves and the um mm -hmm. the guilds and the guilds <laughs> um but yeah i mean think think about beast when they yeah. did kelsey Grammer's beast that was beast from this cartoon yeah so yeah yep. all right all right so you got three five six seven All right, I'm going to go with seven. I'm a seven. <laughs> you better get this one. <laughs> you better work. <laughs> well, that was my other four, so you definitely don't have four to go with me. I got no more. No more. Tiny Toon Adventures. Yes. Garfield uh, and Tiny Toons were my extras in case. <laughs> yeah, I this one, I, I I used to love this. I, I watched this all the time when I lived up north because it was from 90 to 92. Three I didn't seasons. realize it was only two seasons. It always Three felt seasons. like more. Three seasons. Yeah. It always felt like more when we watched it. Yeah, I know. Um, and they even had um, a movie, How I Spent My Vacation. I don't I, ever watched that. That I one was that. great. So 
if you've never seen Tiny Toon Adventures, it is actually on Hulu. Um, but it follows Buster and Babs Bunny, who... No uh, yeah, no, no relation. relation. And they go to... Um, Acme University. Acme University, and they learn from the Looney Tunes, Bugs, Daffy, mm -hmm. Porky Pig, and they're all like little versions of the Every Looney main Tunes. Looney Tunes person has a miniature version. Yeah, like Taz game. had Dizzy Devil, you know. Mm -hmm. I still, I, I'm i guessing, I think Elmer Fudd, it was El, Elvi, Elmira. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just loved the animals. Oh, Instead of hunting them, she like smothered them to death mm -hmm. <laughs> with her love. I loved Go Go Dodo. Oh yes, <sighs> um, but I my favorite was Babs because she did all the impressions. She's and, fun. <laughs> and then of course you've got Plucky Duck, especially I, when oh he was God. a little kid. When he was little ones. <laughs> and then later go down the hole. Yes. <laughs> I pushed the button. <laughs> or when he would make, or he would um, do his version of D Dodgers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I used to like that one. And Ham Ham um, Hampton, Hampton uh, would uh, be his sidekick. And mm -hmm. then you had Montana Max, which I'm guessing was supposed to be Yosemite Sam. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's so much fun. And like they used to do all different kind of things from just a regular episode to clips. And one of my favorites was their MTV-esque oh, episode God, yes. where they did their own music videos to different songs like Istanbul, Not Constantinople, and Particle Man by the uh -huh. They Might Be Giants. Um, they had um, uh, Julie Bruin was her name. The <laughs> it was <laughs> so crazy. Like, what was so funny was like everyone that I know at school watched the show. So if you didn't watch the newest episode, I mean, mm -hmm. hell hath no fury, you were not cool yeah. anymore. They they had they had their own soundtrack like from like the music ones, like they did their own the different songs and that. But how I spent my vacation was one of my favorites. It was uh, Plucky and the gang going on summer vacation, mm -hmm. and they get all messed up trying to go to um, the theme, this theme park. And I can't remember what the name of the theme park is. I wish I would have wrote it down. But Plucky's goal was to get on the ride called Happy Go Pukey. Oh, Lord. <laughs> but they would get like, they were caught in the bayou. They were going down the bayou. And they, uh, Buster and Babs would be singing. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> they're like, rolling, rolling, rolling on the river, rolling. Rowan and Martin, these are the jokes, folks. Feel free to laugh anytime <laughs> or not. And it was just so much fun. And like when they got to the theme park, they had like uh, the waiting in line line mm -hmm. or the escalator to nowhere. <laughs> it, <laughs> like was, it was a true essence of Looney Tunes, I think, yeah. which is why it worked. Like classic Looney Tunes that everyone loves. Yeah, it was, it was such a favorite. I loved it. Oh, God, it. yeah. <laughs> All right, dear. Let's see. What do I got left with you? Um, technically, you really only have two left. Yeah. So you've got seven and nine. Let's do lucky seven. Seven. All right. I know you're gonna. Since you pick seven. <laughs> seven. Here you go. Oh, that's the one I uh, one I had. <laughs> I had. I had. I had to put that one. Because I had. What number was that for you? Sorry. Oh, there you go. I just had the music. <laughs> I almost, I almost said that, and I was like, yeah. "She's truly outrageous." It's Jim. That was my number three. You're the okay. So, I'm gonna get that. so 
Jim, as you can guess, was a favorite of both of ours. Um, it ran from 85 to 88, so only about three seasons. Um, what was really funny was like, so they interviewed their singing and their speaking voices separately to give them, and, and some of their speaking voices, the girls could actually sing. Right. But they didn't sing because they didn't audition for the singing voice. It was so <laughs> stupid. Uh, but the other thing that was really funny was the daughter who, the uh, singer for Jetta, I think it was, yeah, was the daughter of Engelbert Humperdinck. Oh, God. I was crazy. See that. So That's if, if you guys don't really know, uh, I'm I'm sure any one of the '80s knows, but Jim um, was a cartoon by Hasbro. It was a, it it was a um, a compromise between Hasbro, Sunbro, Brow, and Marvel. Believe mm-hmm. it or not, and um, Jim was. We watched the first couple episodes. We found them online. Uh, she was the daughter of um, a music mogul who owned Starlight. Mm-hmm. Starlight, Starlight Music Company or Starlight Productions or something. And the it opens up, the first episode opens up with her father dying. Yeah. And um, he also owned a, a house for, a, like, orphaned kids mm-hmm. that he took care it, of. Girls, this, I think it was. This show did get into it some thought, deep issues. It was. <laughs> and so uh, you find out that he had been working on this machine called Synergy um, because... Uh, it, and Synergy turned Jem and her friends into Jem, uh, well, Jerrica, her name is yeah. Jerrica, into Jem and the Holograms. Mm-hmm. Um, Showtime Synergy. Showtime Energy. <laughs> and uh, she does it with, uh, ear, through earrings. Those are, those are like, you know, 80s version of Bluetooth. And she can also um, form things. Um, Synergy sends it through uh, um, Photon waves or holograms, basically, yeah. to help her in her in her. Yeah, she could phase. change into somebody else to. Yeah, sneak past like people. synergy would create like you know birds that would go after you know it was crazy like whatever yeah. whatever they could get away with. Yeah. Um, and of course the uh, the um, the ones that they were against was um, the her father's partner that wanted to try and take over Starlight. Uh, records, yeah. Starlight Records, and he winds up somewhere else. I didn't finish watching that episode. I don't, I don't remember how they beat them out. Mm-hmm. And of course, he brings the misfits with them. And my <laughs> favorite, my favorite line is, "We are the misfits. Our songs are bitter." Was, <laughs> I loved it. And um, what was really crazy was, okay, you didn't want. I didn't want to be a misfit because they were mean, and I didn't yeah, remember how bullies. mean they were until we watched it and I was like holy crap they're actually trying to kill the girls mm-hmm. it wasn't I mean they didn't pull punches <laughs> um so but like I liked their fashion sense better than gems yeah, sometimes yeah. and I liked their music better because really what it was was the misfits were basically blondie yeah and I preferred listening to blondie you know mm-hmm. um so I liked their music better but um <laughs> Uh, my first Barbie doll was a gem Barbie doll. That's funny. It came with a cassette tape that had <laughs> songs from both the Misfits and the uh, Holograms on it. Um, she had everything, including the earrings. Mm. It was, it was magical. <laughs> I, you had you had rock and roll. You had female James Bonds. You had you know yeah. it was everything a little one, girl could love and more. One, one of my friends actually, I think she actually had the earrings. Mm. And you could press them, and it said "show." It said "Showtime, Showtime Synergy." Synergy. <laughs> That's funny, but yeah, like yeah, uh, 
It was fun, but yeah, it was a dark one. It was very interesting because it talked about like being an orphan and then like social issues. You're like, whoa. (laughs) Yeah. They started young on us. That's why we're so well adapted. (laughs) (laughs) All right, sir. All right, so I did your three. So um, So, number five. Number five. Yeah, you got five and six. All right, five. (laughs) All right. You only got one more from me. This one, once again, is a no-brainer. Okay. think of is this power rangers no. i don't know that you really it doesn't know like i keep thinking i know it but uh, i can't place it <laughs> thundercats oh i did not watch thundercats i <laughs> oh, knew thundercats oh. i know i knew you were gonna put this one on here because i know how much you love thundercats i just did not i i i seen a couple episodes and i actually had one of the dolls yeah. or not but <laughs> yeah it ran from 85 to 89 four seasons it's about normal yeah yeah but it was so much fun so it was. If you haven't seen it, they are actually trying to reboot it. Uh, the second reboot was crap, um, but they're trying to be more closely tied to the um, uh, to the original. But it followed the Thundercats, which were leaving Thundera uh, after their planet was attacked and it was going to explode. Mm-hmm. So. They were on the ship with their leader Jaga, and they uh, they had Lion-O, which was going to be the That's the, the, uh, the king of the Thundercats, but he was a little kid. Mm-hmm. So what they had to do, they were on their way to what was called Third Earth, oh, okay. which is Earth being uh, it's the third planet from the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, so to get there, they had to be all put into hypersleep. Superman. So, <laughs> So, but Jaga, being the old man, he uh, was woken up first and had to repilot the ship due to being attacked or something, mm-hmm. and he ended up dying. Okay. And then, what really confused me about this thing is that when they crash landed on Third Earth, the pods opened. Um, the other Thundercats, Chitara, Panth- uh, Panthro, Tigra, uh, Wily Kit, and Wily Cat. And Snarf, the nanny, would all came out same as they went in. Went over to get Lion-O. He grew up. Grew up. I'm like, huh? It's but, a kid cartoon. You're not supposed to question yeah. it. But it, it follows them. And the, the people who were talking to them were the mutants. And they followed them to Third Earth, set up their base. And then, you know, once they got everything, they were helped out by the Roe Bear Burbles, where it's these robotic that. bears. They were, oh my God. and you know, they they grew Roe Bear Burble <laughs> fruit. Oh my God. <laughs> and then, of course, they stumble across uh, and is uh, awoken um, Mumra, which mm-hmm. was the spirit of evil, and he was this old decrepit mummy 
but when he called on the forces of evil, he turned into this big, huge threat and, you know, tried to destroy the Thundercats. See, this is why we don't have to do LSD, because <laughs> we watched cartoons that mimicked it instead. Right. And he, uh, the one way to defeat him was for him to see his reflection, because it showed him the truth of what he was, and it mm -hmm. shrunk him back, and he had to go back into his sarcophagus. Oh, it's totally Medusa. <laughs> But it was cool. And then they later on, they uh, some other Thundercats made their way to Third mm. Earth and that. But it was such a fun. My favorite character, though, was Chitara. I don't mm. know why, but I'm always... She doesn't look like a cheetah, huh? Yeah. yeah. She, I'm always drawn to the, the strong female characters. We all are. <laughs> we all are. I'm like, you know, everybody's like, oh, Lion-O, Lion-O. I'm like, Chitara. Yeah. Uh, but she could run at super speeds, and she was just awesome. Um, she had some great lines, and she was brilliant. <laughs> and then, of course, I, you can't talk about Thundercats without talking about the Sword of Omens, which I would let when uh, it was the special sword of the Thundercats that was held by Lion-O. Oh, okay, and it has the Thundercat symbol on it, but it also had the um, the. Uh, the Eye of Omens, and when he held it up and it gave him sight beyond sight, mm -hmm. and he could see things that were happening far away or something going on. And then, of course, if he was in trouble, he could call the other Thundercats by going, Thunder, 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 Thundercats, ho! And the Thundercats symbol <laughs> would come out of the But... Then and then all of the Thundercats, as soon as the light was the uh, symbol was in the air, they turn their heads, their eyes would flash with it, and then they take off to it. Only after growing up did I realize this. Mm -hmm. They're cats. Mm -hmm. The Thundercat symbol was a giant laser pointer. <laughs> So the cats were drawn to the laser. Before they had laser pointers. <laughs> it was... That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't want, the only thing that I know of Thundercats, when you say Thundercats, I just think Robot Chicken, and that one, <laughs> that oh, one yeah, skit, that cage. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. I do, I remember you getting that, so, um, that I, sketch of the Thundercats, remember? Yeah. I've got one more. Me too. Uh, but we are coming a little long. But. All right. It's okay. We're going to, I'm going to do this one. This one won't take long, um, and it, it goes on with one of the other ones that you... So my last one is Looney Tunes. Yeah. <laughs> so Merry Melodies and Looney Tunes. Uh, I don't think either one of us would be here without those old uh, cartoons. Um, yeah. And the ones that we especially, I uh, know I especially loved were the ones like uh, what's Opera Doc, mm -hmm. the Barbershop Quartet one, yeah. the yeah. you know the Barbershop Barber Seville. Yeah, those 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 ones with the classical music, um, the old uh, stories. I, again, like we said with Tiny Tunes, there there is a specific spirit that you have to embody to get that right, and they just happen to do it, mm -hmm. um, embodying these old Merry Melodies and Looney Tunes correctly. And, um, yeah, I mean, just like there's a special place in, in our hearts for Disney, the old Mickey Mouse cartoons, yep. there's a very special place in our heart for, for you know, for Looney Tunes, <laughs> Bugs and Daffy and, yep. um, you know, Elmer Put and Foghorn and Marvin the Martian <laughs> and, and all those those crazy uh, guys. Yeah. 
So that was a quick one. So yeah. all right, your last one. Yeah, quick. this one's going to be kind of quick too because I just have a few wrap it up. amazing things about it. So here we go. So this is Captain Planet and the Planeteers. Oh shit! <laughs> I watched a little bit of Captain Planet. I didn't watch a lot of it though. I enjoyed it. It was basically, um, you know, trying to keep you for you know to help the environment, you know. Mm-hmm. And it they was, had a lot of big names yeah. for voice actors. It um, it brought together these five kids who had the power of earth, water, wind, fire, and heart, and yes. they. When they combined their powers, Captain Planet Planet came out. So it was, and it was cool. They had Gaia, which was the spirit of the earth, which would tell them what's going on. Mm -hmm. They would fight people like Duke Nukem um, and uh, some other (laughs) No relation to the game later on. (laughs) Yeah. But the cool thing is it was, this ran from 90 to 96 for six seasons. The That's voice probably why act- I only watched a little of it. It was a little bit later. Yeah. The voice actors on here really got me when I double-checked on this. So Gaia, for uh, two years, mm-hmm. was Whoopi Goldberg. I was going to say, Whoopi was on there. From 90 to 92. And then from 93 to 96 was Margot Kidder. Huh. I was like, No Whoa. way! Superman! Yeah. And then, once again, to connect this back to Star Trek, I was gonna say, Kwame yeah. was LeVar Burton. As I said, LeVar was on there. Well, I mean, <laughs> Whoopi, Star Trek. Yeah. But I was, was pretty sure LeVar was on there. It was cool. It got some depressing times, you know, because, you know, they were destroying the planet and all this. But it was it was a lot of fun to see, you know, kids fighting evil and, you know, trying to save the planet. It was it was a lot of fun. Um, it was pretty cool. Yeah, and they had some imaginative characters, so... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I think that's going to do it for this our game there. But we were having a lot of fun, yeah. and we hope that you guys had a lot of fun with us. It was yeah. we we've spent the last week remembering our old cartoons, trying to watch a few of them, just getting excited. It, it was it was a, a brilliant train uh, trip down memory lane. Um, so uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, next week, we're going to be coming to you from Vero Beach, where yes. the four of us are going out there to spend a, a week out at the beach for my birthday. Yeah. And uh, we're actually going to be doing board games. So I know, I think we've, we've said it before, but we're going to talk about a few of the ones that we really enjoy, mm-hmm. um, have really good replay, uh, replayability, maybe a few that aren't so good. And we're going to uh, evaluate three new ones. So we have a game called Tip of the Tongue. We have a game called Say What You See, Music Edition, and the one that we saw said last time, which was a Trivial Pursuit Horror Ultimate Edition. Mm-hmm. We may even try wait. recording us playing a little bit of it and seeing how it is. If it's a little, if it's boring, we won't put it on here. But <laughs> um, if not, if if, it, if it's a little fun to listen to, we'll put it on there. Yeah, but we'll definitely give you the play-by-plays of what we think. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> But yeah, thanks again for uh, dropping by. Once again, if you want to leave us a message, stop by anchor.fm slash myrandomworld. 
and click on message and you can send us a voice message show ideas comments uh questions you might have we can answer on future episodes Mm -hmm. uh always go ahead and check out uh now that's nostalgic over Mm -hmm. on spotify or wherever you hear us and for our friend uh aja and fernando and they uh have done a universal studios podcast and then now they actually have done one on hocus pocus my favorite yes. Halloween movie, which we will actually be doing ourselves in a yeah, couple we, weeks. Yeah, we will, just because it's your favorite. Yeah, because when we come back, we are starting the Halloween yes, season. So, best thing about September. One, my birthday. Two, Dragon Con. Three, the start of Halloween season. <laughs> yes. Uh, I cannot wait. It's the happiest time of the year. <laughs> it's our most wonderful time yes. of the year. Yes. All right, but yeah, check us out next time, and we will see you later. Be kind to one another. Good night. Good night. Your presence has been detected and recorded. Thank you.